What's going on, everyone? What's oh. up? What is the hello, deal? Hello. So we are back again. <laughs> We're back again. Back again. Yes. Uh, okay. Look, we, 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 <laughs> we gotta throw it more singing. Right. We gotta. We gotta bring it back. We have to. It's gonna. It's gonna have to be. Um. Too, we won't be able to harmonize, but at least they can get a little bit of individual stuff. It'll right, just. Exactly. It'll just be like that version of. It'll be like that version of Endow Me with Fantasia, Coco, and um. <laughs> right. All screaming exactly. Over each other. Or. Right. <laughs> Exactly. Well, we might we we might be able. Let's let's try something out. Eric, just just sustain a note for a second. Uh, okay, wait. I messed up. Do it again, Eric. <laughs> okay. Let's do it one more time. Okay, we're gonna see how that comes. Uh, Demarcus, thank hmm? you. Okay, we're gonna see how that comes up. <laughs> Trying to hold your there nose. Was a, over. There was a Trying delay. There was a delay. And I actually, and I feel bad. The second time, definitely, I definitely started to go a little flat. It's been a. For the record, y'all, don't judge me too hard. I've been teaching and singing all day. I've been trying to. I couldn't keep it. I, my support was weak. But I think that might come. That might come. I out think that okay. might work. Yeah, I okay, think, I think so. it will. We learning something coming on through. We know. Yeah, we so. be kind of we figuring out. We could do a little, and I could hear y'all nicely in my ears. So okay, I could too, actually. Okay, we might be able to do a little song. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> this might work. This might work. Right. Okay, but anyway, what what? Right. <laughs> I've been for the record. I just want to address something really quick. It's really light. Some of you have been messaging me where y'all at, what y'all doing. I felt bad because I didn't respond to you on purpose because we did a podcast and we had technical. We're still trying to work out the long distance thing. I don't want y'all to think we ain't been trying, right. but we just had a little some little yeah. technical glitches. So this is really kind of our second go at this. So you right. would have had something a week ago. Stuff happens, technology. But just so you know, mm -hmm. it's not like we just been chilling doing nothing. Like we have been trying. It's just that this is a little different. So we just trying to get right. it together, you know. Exactly. Yeah, so. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so we are we are back in action. Back yes. in action. Yes, yes, yes. But um, to my fellow iPhone users, gosh, the empathy is just so high right now. I don't know what's going on. It's like every time <laughs> a new update comes through, um, I start having issues with my phone. Now, I do know that the whole I letter I situation was universal, so it wasn't just my phone. Um, but I also noticed that my phone would freeze up now. It freezes yeah. up now, or it gets really hot. It overheats Mine so much too. so that I don't need, I don't have it laying beside my face anymore. Because at first I don't want to start no fire on my pillow. <laughs> and one night um, I had rolled over onto my phone, and it was so hot that it made me jump and like wake all the way up. So I don't even keep it on my bed anymore. Um, I don't know what's going on, but they got to do something about that. I don't know ridiculous. either, y'all. I don't know. Y'all need to get that. Boy, you together. wouldn't know with, the, with that galaxy. <laughs> well, and it's no, not a, and you know what? No, hold on, hold on, Eric, before you even say what you're about to say. First and foremost, first and foremost, there was a particular line of of galaxy phones, which are called the Note, which I've never owned. I've never owned a Note in my life. I don't use those phones. I use the Galaxy phones. Thank you. There's you a definitely know in the too, Galaxy. Because I'm about to say I'm I'm, I'm going I'm going flying this weekend, and at least I could bring my phone on the plane. So and so know, can I. I can <laughs> Lord, that is so crazy. But you know, I've never All right. I've, I've never been like a team iPhone team whatever thing. Like I'm. I, I haven't either. Just if you're a salesman and I walk into a place, you've got it in the bag because I only get a new phone when my present phone breaks, like when it breaks beyond exactly. repair. And mm -hmm. whenever people say, what do you want? I'm like, mm, I don't know. You know, <laughs> so <laughs> whatever, right, pretty right, much right. whatever they what, suggest to what me works. <laughs> is what I'll get. Or, or somebody I know personally is exactly. like, you should get an iPhone. I'm like, mm, okay. And I just, it's like, I'm so, cause I don't, I don't, you know what it is? I just don't feel like, like studying the shit and keeping up with all the features and like, right. 
I just, it's just a lot. Like this, I have the iPhone. I'm basic what, when it comes to that. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm, this phone is gonna be my phone until I ride. I ride my like uh, gadgetry until the wheels fall off. Like, Amen. yeah. Well, I tell you, yeah. I have like two wheels on at the moment because clearly the wheels are coming off <laughs> on this one. But I'm only just now about to replace my keyboard. The keyboard that I use for voice lessons is literally the same keyboard that I bought. When I first mm. came to DC in like 2005, 2006. <laughs> so, right. so, what's funny is, is well, Michael I knows. Marcus, I did have to get a new foot pedal. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I, no, I did have so. to replace my foot pedal, but I've literally bought keyboards for other people and, and, and mm. not for me, like just birthday gifts and stuff. I bought stuff for other people and I still got, I bought keyboards and like iPads and stuff for friends and family and stuff for birthdays, but I still got the same laptop, the same keyboard. It's mm. weird, but I don't. I just don't keep up with like that. My, my, the way I look at it is if it's still working, I'm just going like, right. I just kind of go with it, you know? And when I need to get a new one, I'll get like a, a good one. But yeah, I don't, I don't, right. I don't jump. I don't phone jump a lot, you know? Yeah. I don't either. It's only yeah, I when used I to. absolutely have to. I used to. I don't do Ain't no wrong yet. with it. I mean, you know, if you enjoy it and you know, and it gives you what you need. I get. It. I can see the appeal in it. Yeah. I can see the appeal in it. But yeah. I know a lot of people like they love these new phones for like the cameras and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, it ain't gonna beat my Nikon. But so then again, listen, I don't know. Some of these cameras are getting really good. Forgive but. me, but <laughs> these phone prices are ridiculous. I don't care what anybody says. Oh, you put it on a plan. Right. You just pay it every month. I'm not paying a thousand dollars for a phone. I'm just. It's a phone. I'm not I'm paying not a thousand dollars. I agree. Right. I agree. Mm-mm. It's it's exactly. It's the most, That's more yeah. than my one of my cameras. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, no, I'm good. No, no. absolutely not. Mm-mm. No. That's too much. Do well, let me ask you this. Speaking of what, speaking of what you ain't gonna do, I have a question <laughs> for y'all. And the question is, um, what's on your quote? And this is this is uh, credit to the shade room. What's on your quote? I don't want to talk about it. List for Thanksgiving dinner with your family. <laughs> <laughs> Dear, since that laugh Take your time. <laughs> um, What's on the list? Well, there's there's a couple of things for me. Number one, I don't want to talk about religion, mm-hmm. and I know it's kind of counter it's kind of counterintuitive for Thanksgiving because the first thing people are gonna do is pray over the food. Right, right. Leave it at leave it at the prayer, and I don't want to talk about nothing else. And I don't want to talk Ooh. about. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to talk about the gay agenda. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, right. That's right. Those are my answers too. Actually, I don't want to talk about religion. And when the prayer does happen, my eyes be wide open. I just be looking. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then for the, <laughs> and for the whole gay thing, I'm not even worried about that either. Like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about sexuality. Yeah. Well, what? I oh, mean- and I also don't want to talk about you know, um, not just religion, but specifically ministry, because some of y'all know I used to be. Oh uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't want no questions why I'm not doing this or doing that. So. See, specifically for me, like a, a ditto to all that, but specifically, I have family members who will do this thing where it's like, okay, Eric, you gay, right? Like, and I, and I want to be specific extended family members my immediate family is not like this i don't i don't right. mean my parents or my brothers or my you know i mean like mm-hmm. family friends and distant relatives who, who i see only during thanksgiving or christmas kind of people so i'll have people in my family who will be like okay are you gay i, I can respect that that's what you chose they'll say dumb shit like that i'm like okay i didn't choose this but whatever like mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. but eric you got to admit the trans thing man why do you keep trying to push these trannies and stuff i don't i don't oh. don't do it and the thing is I will talk about it in the way that I will tell you where to go with that shit, but um, right, like part of what y'all know, part of my personal pet peeve, I believe that the dark secret of humanity is that no one wants equality. I personally believe that with the exception of a rare few, nobody wants equality because what has been evidenced to me historically is that as soon as the oppressed has the chance to be, has the opportunity to become the oppressor, they will take it. And so I found that you know, white people, oh, they're so bad. As soon as black people got some autonomy, we continue to reinforce the light skin versus dark skin versus this versus that. With mm-hmm. even, And then it was, okay, well, at least we're better than the gays. And then, okay, well, at least, okay, we'll accept you, but at least we're better than the trans. And so it's also, and, and even even like tears within within gaydom of like, who's a top, who's a bottom, who's my ass and femme, or like, who's who's mm-hmm. who's who's stealthy and who's not in, tra- in the trans world, who could pass? And so it's like, it's a bunch of foolishness. Yeah. And so I, I just feel like what I observe, I've even seen, like, who's the guy that, the, um, damn, he's a social justice guy. Um, well, he's a, he's an activist um, 
for Black Lives Jesse Matter. Williams? Okay, is he the Sean one who's King? gay? Oh, no, never mind. I so can't remember his name, Sean, but he's gay. Is though. it Sean King? Oh no, never mind. I don't know. He's a dark <laughs> no. skinned black guy, and he I know was, he about. was really, and he was. Re- I could see his face clear as day, but I don't even know if I know his name. If you said it, but the point is, I remember him championing like when all the people were getting killed by the police and stuff, or like well, let me not say when, but when it was brought to light, when it was in the peak of being featured in the media. I remember a lot of black people were like, yes, that, that, that I love that guy. He's always you know da 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 da. But I remember when it came out that he was gay. I remember on my social media on Twitter on Instagram being like, oh man, you lost me with that one, man. I don't know if I could follow a gay oh, dude. Oh right. And it was yeah, like, about, well, yeah. goddamn, you know. So obviously, it's funny. Mm-hmm. Black people are like, I want equality, unless you gay, unless you trans, unless you're not Christian, unless you Muslim, unless you. It's like so. It's so funny how, or I, y'all mm-hmm. both know. We know some gay people who be like, you know, gay is one thing, but I just don't understand trans. And it's like, okay, right. Right. don't you mm-hmm. like, like, come, like, come on, like. So it's just kind of, um, mm-hmm. yeah. So I feel like during Thanksgiving, I don't want the bullshit of. Like, I get irritated because I feel like adults are stupid. And when I say adults, I feel like what I hear, especially in D.C., D.C. is a very ageist environment in which you hear commonly expressed this idea that because you're older, you're intrinsically better. Like, well, you know, once you reach 40-something, you like all these young boys in their 20s and 30s. Like, once you reach 40, once you reach 45, then you start to know. And I feel like um, a lot of adults are just stupid, and they just keep reinforcing these ideas. And so being around my quote-unquote elders during the holidays... It'd be taking so much for me to hold my tongue. I just would rather they not bring it up because if they do bring it up, yeah. I will talk about it, but I will bless the fuck out of them. And um, yeah. I will bless Sometimes them. I don't even have the energy for that. I'm like, I'm just not going. I mean, I think it's good <laughs> right. always right. use our, right. to always right. use our voices when we need to definitely speak up when it is when we need to definitely. But sometimes I'm like, I'm just not going, you know. Right. Y'all can y'all can have your traditions <laughs> Actually, without Eric, my presence for this time. But you, you reminded me of that episode of uh, the Fairly Odd Parents when Timmy wished for everybody to be like black and white. Or you know, like yep. everything was like grayscale. Gray blobs. They, yeah. Right. <laughs> but then they started arguing I'm about grayer how, and who's grayer than you are. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 I remember that joke. Always something. That that There's episode deserved an Emmy. Like I don't know if it, it won did. or not, but that that joke because that joke was so I feel like because were we on the air when we were talking about this? Like, about how, like, the, the light skin, dark skin thing is still a thing within black America? Yeah, like, that's like a, yeah, and the thing is, thing. it's not white people doing that shit to us. It's us doing that to us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, and right. so, I mean, don't get me wrong. White people definitely contribute. But a lot of that's us doing right. that shit to us just behind closed doors. Like, on our own. Like, yeah, we don't, yeah. like, we stay fighting to defend these curses. And I just, I literally mm-hmm. can't even. Like, What's her name? What's her name? Hazel E.? Is that her name, Hazel E? Yes. Is that the? Yes. Yeah, she was that reality star. The, and I saw, the, so, she the was reality getting a lot star, of, yeah. A f- yeah, she was getting a lot of pushback and flack for two things. One, what she initially was talking about was how she said something like, my mother my mother warned me about you dark-skinned girls, mm. so you'll always be jealous of me, and y'all wow. ain't nothing, and, you know, and just promoting how light skin is better than dark skin. And then she got into trouble again when she talked about all um, faggots and homosexual people need to burn in hell and all this kind of stuff. But anyhow, but back to the racial thing, it's, it's, just, it's just disgusting. It's crazy how we continue to perpetuate um, those, those ideals. And that's, what, that's one reason why I love... Um, I know I talked about it on this podcast before, but I love Spike Lee's School Days because it's such a timeless classic, you know what I mean? It's so relevant. And at the end, well, for those who haven't seen it, I'm sorry to kind of give this part away. Well, I won't give the part away, but let's just say at the end, there's a proclamation, there's a call to action. And um, yeah, it's it's, Well, you know what's funny about that? I don't know if I ever told y'all this, but when I was in junior high, we had to do a slideshow in English class. I don't remember what it was for. Why we do a slideshow in English? Well, the point is, come on, slideshow. I, I had to do, I had to do a presentation <laughs> in English, and we had to have music in a slideshow. I think it was the, I don't remember the whole context of it, but I just, I, I guess mm. we had to write a paper with it or something like that. But I remember I did one on mm. the color complex, and I showed, and I used, um, don't you wish you had hair like this? Then the boys would give you mm-hmm. a kiss. Good and bad hair. You know, talking about good yeah. and bad right, hair. Yeah. From school days. And I used that song in the background. 
And I remember my white English teacher was like, Eric, this was genius. But she just loved the music so much. I didn't do nothing, you know. But I'm like, I didn't write it. You know, I, I didn't, you know it, I, it would be genius if I wrote and performed it. But um, she just, lo- she loved the music. She was like, oh, my God, this is so apropos. And it's, wow, it's so pertinent to the, to the issue. And I was like, people have been talking about this for a for a for fucking a minute time. like yeah, you know right. yeah. since for as long as for as long as uh people since y'all brought us here it's, it's been a topic of discussion mm-hmm. so yeah it's right. just really exactly. um it's... interesting yeah we got we got to do better we have to do better come we on. we really come on my really people do. speaking of thanksgiving i remember um, um visiting my family in natchitoches which is like if y'all don't know natchitoches louisiana it's spelled like natchitoches but it's pronounced Natchitoches. At least that's the way people pronounce it. Mm. Um, and that's where all my like hardcore Creole relatives live, especially like my distant, like third, fourth, fifth cousins, whatever. And I remember being there, eating in a plantation home <laughs> that's been passed down through the mm. generations, and mm-hmm. hearing my Passe Blanc cousins. Most of us would say Passe Blanc, but it, but, it's, but if you want to be off, I remember Dier brought that. He's like, if, in French, it would really be like Passe, but we we don't pronounce stuff like the proper french french way it'd be like pasta blanc that's what you hear a lot of people say but yeah but but it'd be like yeah Mm -hmm. and meaning pass for white and so i have cousins with um who identify as african-american some of them but they have very very light skin and blonde hair green eyes blue eyes whatever and so we were but the funny thing is in my generation people between like their late 20s all the way to early 40s a lot of the women have married dark-skinned guys, like like decidedly mm-hmm. have sought out dark-skinned men. And what's funny, some of my lighter-skinned cousins, my female cousins, were at the table sitting right next to me and Marcus, and they were like, you know, I'm so glad my daughter looks like me with hair like mine. I'm just so glad. Mm-hmm. But if I ever have mm-hmm. a son, I want him to be dark-skinned like his dad, you know, like a real man. Yeah, I know. Wow. Yeah, they see that the whole masculine. And, and me and Marcus are sitting right the there. Masculine and that's yeah. crazy. They gotta that's ridiculous. That. And they looked at us mm-hmm. like, "Boop, sorry." And I'm like, "I don't even know," because y'all, y'all know. I've talked to y'all about this before too. Depending on what side of the Mason Dixon line, I could be dark skin or light skin, and depending on the season, I get hate both ways. <laughs> so I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I grew right. up. I grew up getting flack for being dark skin, and then I come to DC and people give me flack. For for my uh what they uh, anticipate as my snobbiness for being light skinned I'm like y'all niggas don't even know what y'all want but um like I, it's not even uh, it's not standardized you know what I mean it's relative right. as fuck yeah. I remember having yeah. a student who grew up in Liberia um and she was saying how in America she's considered a regular African American woman but in Liberia she was considered very light skinned and how there was privilege associated with that and and if y'all would have seen her y'all would have been like what you just a brown skin you a regular african-american woman you know it's just basic you're i don't say basic but, but it's not a, it was just a medium mean. brown complexion but um but mm. yeah like it's just so relative which makes it even more stupid because it only has the power that we imbue it with you know so we're giving it the power you know what so it's just right it's just mm. dumb it's just dumb but yeah it is dumb, and I hope we can move on from it. But just seeing right. that it it's doesn't seem to be changing that quickly, I don't know what to say about <laughs> no that. No can do. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> really fast before we move on to some more heavier stuff, and we don't have to dwell long on this. But did y'all see some of the um, the interview with Escape? The I recent didn't. interview. I didn't. No, watch what are you talking? I don't. I have show. no. I have no idea what you're talking yeah. about. What is what is the um, the white guy? who andy i think his name is andy something okay andy does, cohen like, the reality show stuff a andy cohen the yeah. bravo so uh, escape. guy bravo guy yeah he had escape i'll have to send you on the link but he had escape on there and um i don't know it was really really awkward and that's the word that's being used on the blogs and on social media because between candy and one of the group members um apparently back in the day i did i'd never followed escape that closely so i don't know about all this stuff but apparently one of the reasons why they disbanded is because one of the sisters uh, in the group had said that candy has slept with jermaine dupree and right. her, his father to try to uh you know get song get more songs lead songs and all this type of stuff or whatever and and it was true that candy was with jermaine but it was not true that she was also with his father or whatnot mm-hmm. and so and andy had kind of brought that up in the interview and um 
basically they're they're supposed to be doing music, but Candy's not going to be a part of it because she's going to be doing Broadway and some other stuff. But it was just the the energy in the whole interview, which is so weird. Clearly, there are some unresolved issues, right? And it doesn't look like they're going to be moving forward as a complete group. I think it's just going to be Sans Candy. But um, I don't know. I just wonder if y'all had saw the interview or not. It was kind of weird. I was like, oh gosh. That's wow. awkward and uncomfortable. Look at that. I, I guess it makes it. great for TV, but I don't know. That's just kind of weird. Right. But anyways, that is. Well, I'm that. proud of us. I feel like we really. Well, for one, I feel like we weren't come. We we weren't put together, and we didn't come together for the sake of being a group. I think it's good right. that we just happened to be friends first, and the music kind of was born of that. But I also right. think right. that right. Right. even as we're taking this time to diverge and do solo stuff. I'm just really proud of us for like, I feel like that's not even in us. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's right. not even a thing. Yeah, like, like that. maybe because, mm-hmm. yeah, I feel, and I feel like even if we were more well known in like a mainstream way, I still don't think it would be an issue because we just, that's just so weird. I don't know. Maybe. It is. And it truly ain't going to be coming out on national TV like that. Exactly. I feel like that's we're all too crazy. prideful for that. I feel like we're all too prideful. Right. You know like, what? listen, we, we ain't going to embarrass nobody up in here. Uh-uh. You know, because the thing is, <laughs> Me and Michael or me and Demarcus could be having the biggest beef ever, and y'all, I wouldn't even give y'all motherfuckers the satisfaction of like y'all wouldn't even know. And not that y'all anything is happening, know. but I'm saying I, I wouldn't. Right. Even, I would not even. Mm-hmm. So y'all could be like, mm-hmm. I, you know what I mean? Because people, because people gonna say stuff anyway, and they have. They're gonna say yep. stuff anyway. Because right. me and Michael were just talking earlier today about how at one point there were these rumors about this threesome that went down at this at this event and come to find out years yeah. later it was allegedly with me michael and somebody else and i was like the right. fuck <laughs> like the fuck what is happening <laughs> i was what like i had never even, i have never even seen michael so much with his shirt off in front of me at least at that time i don't think i even saw it until right. we did that shoot recently in atlanta with the um with the what mm-hmm. you call it um, when we kind of did like the, the the formal attire, kind of disheveled look yeah. type thing, you know, we yeah. were changing. But mm-hmm. like, but it was so I was but that's why I really like them rumors be killing me because like you know um, it does. Th- there was a rumor that I had lived in New York for ten years with this executive, this record industry executive, and I was like twenty one at the time. So I'm like, so what? I was like eleven mm-hmm. and living in, and living in New York with an executive. Right. Right. Ru- rumors be crazy. And, and the, the thing about the rumors that I hate so much is that, especially with social media nowadays, yeah. first of all, it's, it's easy for people just to believe the first thing they hear. Yep. It's easy to take sound bites and take it out of context and then believe it based off of that. And speaking of rumors, and we, this can kind of segue into one of the uh, more heavier topics we're talking about tonight with the um, allegations with all these uh molesters and mm-hmm. um all these rape rapists and all no, of that <laughs> yeah <laughs> well you know what there's uh, i guess we can drop some names obviously because he's in the news already because there was a couple i thought that i didn't realize there was so many so many um and i was just thinking to myself and then we can actually get more specific how even if something isn't true once someone puts something out there yeah like damage can be done right away yes yep. you know what i mean yep. and yeah. so that's why it's kind of like, I know there's a temptation sometimes to be like, oh, like, look, look, y'all hear about such and such, such and such, and then kind of spread it, and then people kind of believe, yeah, that, that might be true. But in, when it's not, it's like the damage has already been done. People's reputation can have already suffered. They've could have lost endorsements. And then by the time that, you know, justice comes forth, if it ever does, and they're found innocent, well, it's like you might be innocent now. But according to the law, but by public opinion, you were guilty as soon as you were accused. Exactly. You yeah. Know? It's like, yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. It's just it's a hard thing to deal with. Even though, but anyway, what's so funny about that though is that in some cases, like in the case of like Louis C.K. and Harvey Weinstein, yes, it's it's funny you say that because in a way that it's true, but it's also not because people have been talking about this shit and with some of these people for years. And nobody. Oh was yes, listening. yes. And so yeah, it's funny how like definitely. when certain people say it, then yes, it sticks. Yeah. But if you're a quote unquote mm-hmm. nobody, then people just gloss over it because there are people who've been talking about this shit. I was hearing stuff about Louis C.K. I'm not even a comedian, but when they was talking about oh he masturbating from these girls and these girls say that and they say this, I'm like I've been hearing about that shit since like what 2008. Like like you know I was mm-hmm. I was right. like y'all you know what it's, fuck. Yeah. yeah he's I think he's the one who um. 
I think now correct me if I'm wrong because I haven't been following all these people closely. Is he the one who said that is true that he was yeah, doing that? Yeah. But he said yeah. that it was consensual or they wanted him to or something. Well, no, like this that? is this is the thing that pissed me off about Louis C.K. And he was one of my yeah, favorite comedians until this moment, but I'm officially I'm I'm done with him because what pissed oh. me off when I first saw that he admitted it, I was like, okay, maybe there's hope. We're human, we make mistakes. His letter must right. have mentioned how admired he was about four times. With right. the words, I'm oh. sorry. And I know some people were saying, well, he's just trying to make a point. Because even the girls admitted it. They did. They literally used, some of the girls, literally women, literally used the word admired. I, I read some of the interviews where that was literally used. That was the verbiage. But in his apology, he was like, mm. you know, I was so admired by them. And I exploited that to my advantage. And I thought that because I asked mm. and that that it was okay. Mm. And so what he was, so, y'all, y'all know, but he kept, trying to, he kept trying to soften the blow and kept trying to be mm-hmm. like, you know, I didn't realize I'm so powerful and i'm so admired i just think he and people okay, okay. and people and people were like what he is admired he is powerful i'm like yeah but he he knew what, what he was doing he ain't yeah, word that yeah. right like he right and he never right. said i'm you know, sorry i was like i'm sorry i mm-hmm. apologize it was never that mm-hmm. that's crazy that is so crazy and an- another person i was thinking about and another topic i was thinking that that goes along with this is um have you heard of a? I don't know how you say his last name. Is it George Taki? Takai. 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 Thank you, Takai. 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 I thought it was Takai, well, but I him. don't know. But I think the guy from Star Trek. I don't know either. Okay. Okay. So George Takai slash Takai Takaki. Uh huh. No, I'm not <laughs> but him. So he was the one who was in. For those who are, are listening, he's an Asian actor who was also in Star Trek, and he is currently a very, very well-known LGBT. Um, Q activist and I actually follow his uh, Facebook page and if you follow his Facebook page you know he's very outspoken about the current um, administration and about you know sexual predators and all of that and so following his page one might say that he is quick to point out people who have been accused and from their perspective would say that he doesn't show much mercy at all like as soon as it hits he's like you know I can't believe such and such did this or whatever whatever and so it just came out two days ago that he is now being accused of um, but not raping, but uh, what is it? Groping. Drugging someone. Oh, well, I, even drugging? When, yeah, according to this, drugging someone oh, 40 years ago uh, that he met at a bar. Oh, my. And so let me just read one quick thing. So here's what the guy <laughs> says, and I'm just going to read a portion, a small portion. He said, I had a second drink, and then I, this is the guy who's accusing him. He said, I had a second drink, and then I started to feel terrible, and I stood up and said, oh, my God, I'm going to pass out. And then the next thing I remember is waking up, and he says, he, being George, is on top of me and has my pants pulled down around my ankles, and his hands are trying to get my underwear off. I said, what are you doing? I don't want this, he says. And he says, you need to relax. I'm just trying to make you comfortable. And I said, no, I don't want this. I pushed him off and said I was going. And then it went, et cetera, et cetera. So he said that this happened back like 40 years ago or something, George ended up releasing a statement saying that he does not remember this and that he's very much against this behavior or whatever. And so I don't know what's going to come of that, you know, because mm. it's an allegation, so we'll see. But y'all, let me tell y'all something. If you go on George's Facebook page, comment after comment after comment. This is what you get. You judge others harshly. Now you're getting it. Your taste of your own medicine. I mean, they writ him to shreds i mean i would i would expect that my goodness (laughs) yeah i would expect that too and 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 also you know all these terms that are going around he's he would be categorized as a liberal because he all he speaks out strong against you know trump and the administration and all all these trump followers oh my gosh they came on his page so strong it's just so crazy and again it just goes back to i don't know if this particular instance is true or not but it's just weird. I guess I was just thinking in my mind about, you know, when things happen, it being true or being false. And then, like, if you stand against something or whatever, and then some, then you're accused and the people will throw it back in your face. And it's just it's just like, oh, my goodness, like, where do you even go from this point? But it's just it's, he was one of the actors that I was surprised to hear um, being. A you know, it's, it's just a regular scheme. it's a it's a regular thing. Like, I'm going to tell you, like, it is like it is. I'm, I was telling my dude earlier that. I just uh, adults wear me out, and the reason I keep saying adults, like I said before, is <laughs> like to me, to me, because because DC is so ageist and so full of educated adults who are constantly mm-hmm. talking, who constantly discuss like 
just passively and, and like I'm telling you now that I mention it more and more, like just pay attention next time you're in a social gathering. Educated adults in DC, a, a common point of conversation is how ignorant the youth are and like millennials yes. this and you know and, mm-hmm. and how lazy and uneducated and how they don't know and how once you reach this magical age especially black gay dc like oh once you reach yes. this age right. it's like they secretly covet and desire youth but they also resent it it's like a weird thing mm-hmm. but um mm-hmm. but adults play this game but we pretend to not know the shit that everybody knows it's like high school it's very childish to me we know this stuff happens People have been trying to right. talk about it forever, but we all play this game. Where we just don't talk about stuff because I just know mm-hmm. in my limited experience, my relatively limited time in the industry, I haven't been in the industry for no 40 years or nothing, but I remember just being signed <laughs> to my first label and being in a studio session. And it was one of them um, old timey studio se- studios where it was just it like had like a window unit, <laughs> you know, and it just wasn't. They, they, <laughs> right. tried to, they, they had me working with this producer in Baltimore trying to get me a raw sound. I'm, not, I'm trying not to name names, but this is when I was signed to like a major label for a developmental deal. And I remember like I was getting um, hot because it was hot as fuck and, and they, it was just hot for everybody. And so um, mm. I was singing or whatever. And I remember one of the producers um, being like, man, just loosen your buttons up. Just just like take your shirt off. And I was like, nah, I'm good, man. I just I'm not that hot. And he's like, she's like, just just loosen loosen your buttons at least a little bit. And he starts trying to grab in my shirt and stuff. I'm like, man, chill, like chill, man. And um and he had all this attitude. It's like my it, it, <gasps> what? I just thought of an instance that happened to me. I'll tell it later. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, my, <laughs> you just triggered a memory that I forgot about. It started oh, off, mm-hmm. that was one of my first little experiences with like little things like that. Like he didn't try to rape yeah. me. He didn't try to get in the scuffle. And to be honest, right. I would have I like murdered him. Like there's no way he could have taken me unless, unless right. he would have had mm-hmm. to drug me. But the point is he really tried it. And the thing is what I learned early on. Yeah. So I remember, oh, I want to name names so bad. But the A&R who had me, who, had, who, who was like, one of her assistants would be with me in a lot of uh, situations. And he would let me know in no uncertain terms like, if you, if you don't start being nicer toward me, I'm gonna start giving bad reports mm. to to um to my boss, and wow to the to the yeah 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 and to the point where eventually I ended up telling her and she apologized profusely and was like like that dude gets my coffee like that's like he 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 don't right. even have that much power you could you could have decked him and I wouldn't and I wouldn't have been mad at all and this and that but thank you for mm-hmm. telling me but that was how it started but I'm gonna tell y'all this and I know y'all heard the story before I might even sit on the podcast but one of the biggest experiences i had within the industry of people abusing their power was i was invited to a, on a cruise by a bet exec and i'll just say because they're i'll just be vague and i was ve- i was young and naive but i was just like oh my god this guy really sees something in me he was working with my management team at the time i was getting gigs in new york he was he was helping me get opportunities and he was i was even as a vocal coach he was helping me to get some higher end clients and I was really, I was like, mm-hmm. wow, this guy really believes in me. Like, that's so dope. You know, I didn't even think, yeah. I didn't even know he was gay. I didn't, well, I don't know what, I don't know what he identifies as. I didn't think he was attracted to me in any way. I, I had blinders on. I was just so focused on my career. And so he invited me on this cruise. I had never been on a cruise before at that time. And he was like, I'm gonna pay for everything. He was like, it's gonna be my birthday celebration. I'm having these celebrities. And I remember like Ashanti was gonna be going and all these people and all these lawyers and execs and, and different top people who are like behind the scenes, but top folk. And I was just excited. And um, and I don't wanna get, get to I, name I it any more than that. But but and I was like, oh man. Mm-hmm. And so we get to the to the ship and his and his assistant is um like reading off like room assignments like okay these are the rooms and he's like and so and so and eric and he's like oh no 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 he's like eric's gonna be with me and the assistant was like but i'm gonna be in the room with you he's like no eric's gonna be in the room with me like no that's mm-hmm. eric's gonna be in the room with me mm-hmm. and i remember being i was like oh, wow. awkward you know? <laughs> like, i was like okay. right right like, right and i still didn't get it i knew it was tense like, I kind of felt like the assistant might have had a crush on the exec, but I still didn't think the exec was trying to. But that first night, like that first day, like we were tired and there was going to be festivities that night. I was like, I'm going to take a quick little nap. He's like, you know what? I'm going to take a nap, too. We had two separate oh, beds. Gosh. And I get I get into my bed. Mm. I, know, I know. I get into my bed. And just as I start to drift off, I feel another warm body. And if you've ever been on a cruise, the beds are not big. I mean, it was a nice I, room. But, I know but it wasn't lying. no... <laughs> he started. Right, I, I know you motherfucking lying. <laughs> I felt, I felt a body push me, and to be honest, 
he would have had to get on top mm. of me. There's no way we could have laid side by side. I was thinner then, but mm. they can't. Know, you have to be children to get in the bed together. That kind of that size. And so he started pushing. Like I felt his body pushing against me, and I was like, "Oh no!" And I was kind of groggy. I was just dozing off. Like, "Oh no, man, no, 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 no!" And he was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." And he goes out and gets gets into his bed. And I was like, what the fuck? And I was so still. I remember, like, what the fuck just happened? Like, I'm, I was afraid to move because I was like, what do I do? Like, what did... I was trying to process mm. it. Like, I wasn't what afraid hell? of him as far as, like, attack. But I was like, what's happening right now? And so I was like, what the fuck? So this is the thing. At, like, he left me alone. So I, I went to sleep. I woke up. I didn't get drugged. I didn't get raped. Nothing like that. But for the rest of the trip, he proceeded to be passive-aggressive, and rude as fuck for the mm-hmm. rest of the trip mm-hmm. and criti- cr- right. critiquing everything. I wore everything. Long story short, years later, as I start to travel to New York and to Atlanta and to L.A. and stuff like that, I would meet musicians, producers, artists who would say, oh, my God, Eric, you're nothing like I thought you'd be. And I'd be like, what are you talking about? Well, I just heard that, you know, you use your sexuality as a weapon. You slept your way to the top. Oh, wow. The, mm-hmm. the top mm-hmm. of What? Of YouTube vocal right. coach, not dumb. Like, what the, what the <laughs> fuck? I had walked away from my record deal by that point. I was like, "What are you talking about?" I'm not See, Beyonce. That's what I'm talking disease. about. And this yeah, is the that, thing. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Them rumors. And, and it, the yep. thing that was so angering is that everybody. It's what I tell you all the time, Mike. Because like, I work with Mike at, these days. I work with him at least once a week because he helps with videography for some of the videos we do with A Approach. And one thing I, I was ranting about recently was like these rumors, like people just hold on. Even people I know personally, right. like, oh, did you hear this rumor about so and so? I'm like, be careful because mm-hmm. I've been there. I, I've been, I've been that guy, right. you know. And so like, mm-hmm. don't be like, oh, I believe it too, because there were people who you could tell they were like, oh my god, you're not what I thought, because because they thought this BET exec was so, um, what's the word? Was so like. Not cred, not creditable, credible. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a long day. <laughs> that they, they thought, like, <laughs> they thought he was so credible that they were like, you know, he must be right. Like, why? And they would say things like, some people would even tell me, like, well, why would he lie? Like, like, like challenging me. You I know, know that's like I can't stand. Stuff and they were like, like well, that. why would he lie? Why would he lie? I would have been like, like this. The same reason why you lie. <laughs> and and the thing the is, he, why you lie. he even he would tell people that he that he fucked me all the time, and that mm-hmm. that for and this is the thing for t- he would tell people that for ten years he had me. I would have had to have literally been in elementary school at one point. The at the at the time zone he was talking about. I'm like, really, dude? Shit, maybe he was really? <laughs> yeah, it, it was funny. That's, that's, is, that's a mess. Years mm-hmm. later, I found out that from other big artists that they that he was affiliated with that they cut him off. Because his reputation, he started getting too carried away. And he started, anybody who refused. The funny thing is, y'all, he was a handsome dude. If he would have talked to me in a normal way, we he probably could have, mm. we probably could have dated us. You know what I mean? Like, if he would have just. You know, that's crazy. Because they say that about rapists. Like, for them, it's just about that power. You know what I mean? Exactly. You know, and yeah. it, 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 is, yeah. it is crazy to me. It's crazy to me that anyone would just. To take it that far to rape anyone nowadays, when there's so much free sex around, like there are so many people that will have sex with you regardless, and then, but for you to just take it from someone, it's it's more about just. But it's like you said, it's about, it's about the that power. power. That, yeah. The power, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yes. Just, yeah. Speaking of power, am, am I? Uh, yes, and yes, exactly. Some of the things that you said, Eric. Well, first of all, I mentioned that it kind of triggered a memory, um, and I, I don't know if I said this in a podcast or not. But I remember my freshman year, so I would have been, I think, 17, um, when I went to University of South Carolina, I was getting a tour of their library. And so the library at the time had many levels, you know, and it had an elevator that would take you down to the deeper levels. And I was by myself um, when I when I went to the library. And so, you know, I was like, you know, I'm a freshman. I just wanted to get a tour to kind of see things or whatever. And so this Indian man who now looking back on it, he might have been 30s, 40s. I'm not sure. Um, he said, I can give you a tour or whatever. And so he took me to the lower levels. And as we were, and no one was down, there was just the two of us. And so as we were walking around and he was explaining and looking at books and stuff, he uh, repositioned himself and started at first. He, first he was in front of me, I was just following him. Then at one point he kind of slowed up and I was beside him. And then he was a little bit behind me where he could still keep talking. And I'm just like looking in another direction mm-hmm. as he's explaining. And his hand at one point, was on my shoulder, 
or whatever. Okay. And then I remember it sliding to the other side of my shoulder. So it's like on the outside of my shoulder. Oh, like yeah. say, say he's on my left. Yeah, say he's on my left. So his hand was on my right shoulder. So it's like kind of around me. To kind of bring you in toward him? Yeah, 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 exactly. Like that that type of motion. But then he kind of um, backed up a little bit and slid his hand um, from that side of the shoulder to my other shoulder. And then his hand started to go down my back. And oh, then no. his hand, right, oh, no, right. No, no. And then and then his hand got closer to my butt. And the crazy thing about it, y'all, like while it was happening, I felt I felt it, but I was like, what's happening? Like I knew it was <laughs> yes, happening, but I, yes, I didn't. Yes. I, it's weird, like I didn't know yes. what was going on. You know what I mean? I, I was like, is this happening or is this not what's happening? happening? Yeah, cause, I, cause you know, I know a lot of people would be like, well, why like, that couldn't be me. I would have told him off. I would have cursed him out. I would have punched him. I right, know, exactly. Exactly. And who, and who's to say if he would have just, like, pushed me against the books or, or really just grabbed me aggressively, I wouldn't have started to fight back. But my whole point right. is, like, I can, I, I can understand the stories that I hear when people are in those situations and it's like, what is happening right now? Like, I don't, I don't even know if this is, is this real or what. It's kind of like you're in a shock mode. You know what I mean? And so nothing happened that far. Like, once his hand got down, like, near to my butt or whatever, um, I started to walk a little bit faster. And then we just got on the elevator and just went away. And so my whole thing is that, like you were saying earlier, this stuff just happens on so many different levels. You know, of course, some is much more aggressive where people are just getting raped and killed. And some are even instances like that where... It's like what is happening in this moment? It's just kind of crazy. No, that's and that's exactly why I was saying after wow. the guy got out of the bed, I was so still because I wasn't afraid of him. Yeah, but it was more like right. Wait, what is just? I was trying to compute like. Yeah, exactly. Is, like, was it real? like I remember like some of the thoughts like, wait, did he just make a mistake? Should I be mad? Is this the time? Right, right. exactly. He didn't right. actually Should I tell hurt someone? me. Yeah. Exactly. Like, like mm-hmm. I was like, what is the right course of action? Especially when they do that shit where they kind of testing the waters mm-hmm. and they haven't like yeah. yes off an that's article yes. Of clothing you know exactly so, that's that's how i felt yeah it's like how far do you because like i mentioned the cases i mentioned because they were industry but even i told y'all before even on this podcast about how a dude tried to rape me outside of a club in atlanta oh, when i was yeah, really I young that. yeah the mm-hmm. guy and, and, and i had to and my cousin had to call a guy to pull me out they had to pull me out the car he had the child child locks on and stuff but I think right. that like it makes me think of Darius McCrary, the guy who played Eddie and um Yeah, yeah. And yeah. uh and Family Matters, he recently went on the record saying that somebody touched him, but that he was like, I'm not gonna go into a big story because I'm not thirsty. The reason why I wanted us to talk about this is because mm-hmm. I think what Darius said or Darius, whatever the fuck, it, I think that's a problem, especially with black men. Because I know that yes. race and molestation is a big problem in the black community, especially amongst men. And I feel like men aren't encouraged to discuss right. it. It's not about trying to hop right. on nobody's bandwagon or seek attention. It's common as the fuck. And I feel like yeah, I remember right. thinking when, when the guy tried me in the parking lot at that gay club, the thing is, shame. I was secretly, because mm-hmm. not only was I, was I ashamed that this guy was able to overpower me. This guy was like three times my size. He was huge, muscular, whatever. And I was a very small, I hate to use this word, but I was kind of a twink, I guess you could say. And so um, mm. I was I was very slim, not particularly muscular at this time. I wasn't like super fit. I was just a skinny guy at, at this point. Um, and he overpowered me relatively easily as far as physically. And so, um, and that was very scary. But also... Mm. That is I, scary. Mm. I remember thinking that I didn't want to talk to any police because he and he really ripped ripped my clothing, tried to violate me with his hands, and tried to force me. He hurt my body like he he really did. Um, um, mm. and it was really. I'm not gonna get too detailed about it, but what I say is this: um, I remember feeling like I remember people asking me like, "Do you want to talk to the police? Do you want to talk to anybody? Do you want to um, do you?" Because he he roughed me up. I'll put it that way. And um mm-hmm. and. I remember thinking, like, I, I don't want anybody to know that I was here, you know, at this yeah. gay club. Yeah. And yeah. that's what, that's what right. I didn't want anybody finding out. And so I was like, no, I don't want to talk to nobody. I was embarrassed. I was clearly shaken up. And my cousin, whom both of mm-hmm. y'all know, I'm not going to say his name, um, but, but my cousin was like, you good? <laughs> and he kept asking me if I was good because I clearly was not okay. And, I, and he was like, you know, we right. just going to go. We going to go. Because I was clear. I was like, no, I'm good. I'm good. But I was dazed and confused. I was like, what the fuck just happened? And I know it exactly. sounds fucked up it's for our female listeners, but I always thought that only women had to worry about that. Not that I thought it was a good thing, 
but I thought mm-hmm. that at least I don't have to worry about that. It's fucked up that y'all that's have true. to, but at least I, mean, I don't. That's common. I ne- yeah, yeah, I never thought that thought. as a grown man, I would have mm-hmm. to worry about guys trying to mm-hmm. try me like that. And so it yeah. was definitely, um, yeah, but I just, but the shame, and I feel like even with Darius, well, I don't think he's gay, but just that idea, he kind of hinted, or maybe he said specifically that the guy touched his anus or something. It's funny, it's like, instead of putting the 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 instead of putting it on the attacker it's like he's it's like this shame that we take on it's like oh my god but what did i and like what did i do exactly to bring this what did on? i do to deserve yeah exactly. and you know exactly. what that makes that makes me that makes me think of two things and i know we talk about religion a lot and i'm just gonna hit it and quit it really, mm-hmm, really fast mm-hmm, like in, in, a, in a moment like that i would have been like you know see this is what i get for being gay because michael sin, yes you know i yes. brought it on myself but that's yes. that part but another thing i yes. wanted to mention about the shame um, what is what is his name? Terry Crews is that his name? Yeah, yeah, Terry yes, the, the, a big strong okay. dude, a big strong hulking yes. man. Yeah, yeah, yes, and he and he was sexually assaulted by some big time white producer or whatever, or white yeah, uh, produ- yeah, yeah, producer or whatever. And I, and mm-hmm. I think now he's pressing charges. But here yeah, here's he the is. thing, and. Uh, on, and I'm I, I'm going to mention their names again, not to receive any hate towards our podcast, but I'm just stating facts at the moment. Um, there's a popular, and I actually watch some of it because some of it can be very entertaining, but then some of it goes a little bit too far for me. But there's a popular um, Facebook show with uh, T.S. Madison and Kaya. I've seen clips. I don't watch yeah. it, but I've seen little clips. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've seen clips here and there. And, and like I said, some of it's entertaining and some I feel like, okay, this is a little bit too much for me. But um, they were talking about the Terry Crews thing. And you know what they said? And it's more so actually this is more so Kaya than than uh than T.S. Madison. Her usual. But she was mentioning she, Yeah, yeah, she was like, you mean you your big old muscular ass going to let some man touch on you and you ain't going to do nothing. You didn't beat his ass down. You didn't do this, you didn't do that. And so she didn't she didn't put any responsibility on the producer at all. It yeah, was all yeah. on Terry and the expectation yeah. that him being a man, him being black, yeah. and him being physically intimidating should have physically handled that situation in the moment and yeah. since he did not it she was she was basically inferring that what he had what happened to him he deserved you know what i mean and so Absolutely. and then people want to wonder why people don't speak out yeah. it's funny like i'm telling you and then people and I, and, I, yeah, and just, granted i was much younger but even in atlanta even though this guy had flat yeah. out tried to rape me like no question right with all these witnesses right. with people being like we'll stand behind you do you want to call the cops um with this guy with bruises on my body and everything, all I could think about was mm. what are people going to think of me for letting myself be in this yeah. situation? That's all I could exactly. think about. Exactly. Not not bringing yeah. this criminal to justice, but thinking like, right. what are people going like? People going to turn this around on me because we do that shit. We and and, exactly. is, and and also in the gospel in the church community. Now I was never mm. molested as a child. I was I knew I was gay <laughs> from a very young age. Nobody touched <laughs> me. Nobody did anything. Like I was at the gay club first, then the guy came at me that way. But the point is, right. a lot for a lot of people. Another thing that we do in the black community is like we try to blame these things for homosexuality, and that's so right. yes, exactly. Yeah. I can't stand that. I can't stand that. We have got to change that narrative because that is that is not the case. And we have a lot of prominent um, gay men who are or themselves are saying the same thing. You know, especially yeah. like you just said, Eric, in the Christian community. Or whatnot. The, the unfortunate truth that we really have to acknowledge, the embarrassing truth, I know we prize hypermasculinity so much. The thing is, a lot of gay male adults were little gay children, and evidently so. And I think that a lot of times right. they were right. seen as, I don't say weak, but the people knew who to go after. I think sometimes yeah. they would go after yeah. them, the little effeminate boy. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, it's, yeah. It's not that he turned you gay. It's that he could see. Right. Like I've told, I remember telling my brother Marcus before <laughs> that being a gay black man is almost like being a vampire. It, it some, I know people, other gay men of different races might say the same thing. Is that you can recognize other other gay guys even in ways that other people can't. And so, yes. um, and I've known me. <laughs> I know I've made the joke to y'all before, like in regards to very young children that we see walking by. I'm like, oh, that boy don't even know how gay he is yet. Like, I wouldn't say it like <laughs> to him, but you. you I know can, what you mean. You can see it, like, and I, I know people. Yeah. I've already. I've recently talked to one of my brothers about a good friend of his because I have a. One of my brothers has a friend. Who has a son, and I'm like, start getting your friend ready because that boy's gonna grow up to be gay. Like, and I could already see him. Mm. I think he already kind of knows, and I see him getting angry about it. And he, it's not fair for him to mm. punish his son. For, but I could, I, 
I can I can already tell. I'm keeping it vague on purpose. I can already tell the boy's mm-hmm. gonna be gay. He's gonna be gay. He is gay. Mm-hmm. He just don't. He's just not mm-hmm. sexually developed yet. Yeah, and so there's no reason to. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. There's no reason to t- to talk about sex and stuff right now. He's too young for that. But I'm just like, talk to your friend though. Get his mind right. Yeah. Because the boy gonna be gay. He just is what it mm-hmm. is. Like he gonna grow to be right. a gay man. And you know, just exactly. like there's no need for to him to feel all this hatred coming from his father, because you know his father caught him in, in his mom's heels, and some other, and some other stuff happened. And um, mm. and I watched his father react. His father was so his father was angry in a way that told me that he knows. You know what right. I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, I definitely kind, know. He was that kind of angry, mm-hmm. like like I'm gonna knock this out of you, kind of angry. And so we 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 know what it is. We've seen it before. And so right. um, and so exactly. it was just kind of, but it's. <laughs> I've even seen like the Hotep dudes on Instagram talking about how it's see like all these Hollywood people. That's why we have gay homosexuality in the black community, and like mm-hmm. yeah, because because mm-hmm. these guys they twist our people around, and it's the white man's disease. Oh right, of course, yeah, so crazy, so crazy. Now can I that say one thing that about is, our so crazy. about our community as well? Speaking of the gay community, mm-hmm. you can say five things. You can say five things. <laughs> right, say ten things. One say thing that all. I that I know a lot of people think is okay, but it's not in my eyes. When you're in a club with someone, I don't think it's okay to touch them if they don't verbally or at least in some kind of physical way show you that it's okay to do that. The reason why I have Speak issues on. with that is because number one, I mean, it, it, would you would you do that out in public? You know what I mean? And I know no. we go into right. a club, so we might expect this kind of thing. But but still, like, you wouldn't do that in public. You wouldn't just walk up to somebody. Or maybe you would. I don't know. But most people would not just walk up to somebody, grab on their ass, and, you know, and kind of whisper in their ear. Like, you just wouldn't do that. So I take issue with that right. kind of thing. Now, granted, I know that's club culture. It is yeah become, I should say, it has become club culture where if you go to the club, you could expect if maybe – uh, somebody to touch you like that's just that just seems like a thing now now it's one thing to you know you, you know okay I guess in my own case even though I hate it um, when somebody walks by they touch your ass they keep walking you know they're trying to get your attention kind of thing yes yeah. flirting yeah. in the that's yeah. club flirting whatever but it's another thing to Sorry. literally. <laughs> I mean, I can't think of another like, word for it. That's that's club, club flirting. Yeah, I mean, that's so it's that's so pathetic. But yes, yes, it is. It, it is. Yes, it's terrible. Is. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it's terrible. But then it's another thing. Uh, one experience I had in Atlanta, you know, to be in a club and then somebody walk up to you and I mean they grab your ass like they're kneading dough, you know. And that's a problem for me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes. I mean, really, you can you can visualize. Wow. You know, you sitting there grabbing on the. Do- and, I did. And, I did. And you yes. know, and you turn yeah. around and you look at them. You turn around. You turn around. You look at them, and they don't stop. And you literally have yeah. to say, "Get get the fuck off me," before they get off. Like that's a problem. That is a problem. Yeah, and you know what anybody says. You know, you, you should not that, accept that, that in a club. Is a, you shouldn't. To me, that's even that's assault to me. I'm sorry, especially if you and have you to know tell what else to get too, though, That's crazy. It is yeah. um, what you, what it, it's intersectional because, um, yeah. and I may be using this improperly because not only being gay, but and this is fuck. It kind of ties back into other stuff, but being lighter and also being I don't I don't say you're small because new new deer is like buff and muscular, but being leaner and 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 being ah. lean and light skinned mm-hmm. I feel like they kind of feel like well. You're the girl, like, and which is still fucked mm-hmm. up because even if you, even if you were an actual cisgender woman, it would still be wrong. You know what I mean? Right. But exactly. It's like, exactly. But it's this idea that like, I have the right to do this, and if you're here, you must want it. Yeah, you're right. Something has, but it's been that culture for a long time. But something got to change, and it's it does. It, it has yeah. to change because because you can you can be on one end of the spectrum. I mean, who's to say that the person who grabbed on on Dier like that? is like that now, but five years from now will be like the guy who tried to rape you, Eric, outside the club. You know right, what I mean? Exactly. Like, right. who, who who knows how these, these person and these, these, and for the these, record uh, this too, behavior can develop. That's crazy. Right. I, I want to say this too, because I heard, there was a um, podcast I was listening to. It was on YouTube, but it's a podcast. We also have a, I can't remember. But the point is, they were saying that all these allegations are only because the people are unattractive. And they were saying that these are all ugly men, and that if it was attractive, they'd be flirting. I would just like to point this out. Oh, the guy who whatever. tried to rape me... I just I just want to point this out. Um, the guy who tried to rape me 
was classically handsome. My, I would say he looked like a mm-hmm. fucking model. He he had a body mm-hmm. like conventionally attractive, chiseled and like square jawline and very TV show ready kind of handsome. It was actually very yeah. charming. I went out to talk to him because initially I was genuinely interested. I didn't want to have sex mm-hmm. or be raped in a parking lot, but I was I did think he was attractive. So it's not just that cuz I know I've heard people I've heard quite a few, mainly white men, mainly yeah. straight cisgender white men say, oh, well, it's only sexual harassment. When I, I've even joked about that in the past before. Because sometimes when I watch women, <laughs> I'll mm-hmm. notice that if a guy tries to speak to them or it touches them like maybe on their shoulders, I'm like, oh, my God, fuck off you. Da, 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 da. That is wrong. That's sexual harassment. Do not touch me. But if another guy does the exact same thing, but they're really good looking, yeah. they're like, uh, mm-hmm. whatever. What are you doing? No, stop. What? Mm-hmm. No. Exactly. Yeah. What? You're so mm-hmm. crazy. And they're hitting him back and grabbing him back. And so I do know, for mm-hmm. the record, I know that that does exist and that there are people who, oh, yeah. if you're attractive, yeah. it's flirting. And if you're ugly, it's sexual mm-hmm. harassment. So I yeah. do know that that yeah. is a thing that's a layer to it. And I know nobody wants to acknowledge yeah. that. But because um, yeah. <laughs> if Harvey Weinstein looked like Brad Pitt, would it be different? I don't know. But for most people, I would still say no. I, it would still be fucked up and wrong. Would some women react differently? Possibly. I don't I don't know. Yeah. But, um, but I know in my case, the guy was very classically conventionally attractive um and it was yeah, still fucking attempted rape you know still wrong exactly you know? it is it, it is still wrong but and and i i do agree with you sadly that for some people if, it, if someone was more attractive they might not be as angry about it you know but yeah. but that and for the people who regardless if they were attractive or not if they were violated they were violated right, know, a part so of what made me think that, about that too demarcus is that yeah. the three of us have a mutual friend who i'll say his name off air but he's told me explicitly in the past that he likes being grabbed in the club so if yeah. it, it makes him feel desired wanted that's what i'm, I'm saying, with like you if, though if, dear if you, I, I don't enjoy you, that yeah right if you give that if you get yeah. that signal off when you walk in the club that's the vibe you give off then so be it i'm not saying that nobody should be touching on anybody in the club that if you like that that's on you but, but my thing is, how do you know what right, the signal exactly. is? And you, them signals could be misinterpreted as fuck. You'd probably right, be better off just, unless you're not, really, just really, not really, really, really good at reading people. Right, just, just, yeah. How right, about, just, how about just not doing it? Because, yeah, I mean, exactly. that's one thing. Like, exactly. say, for instance, somebody, you know, you, you there's two people walking around a club. Y'all been cutting eyes at each other, kind of licking lips yeah, and all this stuff. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> then, then you're giving a signal, okay, that it might be okay for you to come over here and talk to me and touch me if I want you to. But, you know, right. if, if I ain't looked at you, I ain't talked to you, I ain't said nothing to you, I ain't come tap on your shoulder, I ain't say hi, don't fucking touch me. Like, don't touch me. <laughs> right, <gross>. exactly. <laughs> I'm, with, I'm, with, I'm with you on that. Some people I'm don't know how to read that. social cues, though. Some people don't know how to read social they cues. They really... They, they, really... Well, they better get it together. And another person needs to get it together, by the way. I know, I know that we were talking about a lot with, with our community and, and also just black people. Um, but I want to, and I know we talked about the white men too, and, and they have actually been at the forefront of many of these allegations. allegations <laughs> yeah, maybe. yeah. A whole bunch of, of heterosexual and gay white men. But yep. Kevin Spacey, okay, Kevin. He can I have was, every seat. He, would you say he what? <laughs> he can have every seat. Like he can every have, seat. And for those uh, of you who are who are wondering who Kevin Spacey is, if you have never heard of him, he's a very very popular actor. He, recently, he's known for being the lead role in House of Cards, mm-hmm. which is a extremely popular Netflix show, which now is being shut down due to the allegations. And so his accuser said, this is back in the 80s, I believe, that Kevin, um, and the accuser at the time, I think, was 14, and Kevin was 23. Yeah. They were at some type of party, and um, Kevin had been drinking. And I'm just stating the facts. I'm not blaming it on the, on the, on the drinking, but I'm stating the facts. Kevin had been drinking, yeah. according to him. And I think they had laid on a bed. And I don't, I don't know if Kevin... If, what all happened sexually, but there was a sexual um, encounter that this 14-year-old did not want or whatever. And now when this came out recently in the last couple of weeks, Kevin ended up apologizing. He also said he was going to uh, take time off to go to counseling. But in the same breath or in the same paragraph of saying that this happened and he's going to get help, he said, and by the way, I'm now coming out as gay. 
and try to steer <laughs> right. it in that direction. What an asshole. Oh, y'all, that, that, that irritated me so much. And so, and I know yeah. we were talking about our own, like, Christians and black Christians who do the same thing in the sense of trying to blame that on sexuality. Well, here we have this white man who basically try to lump it together and try to use that as a scapegoat for his... Mm-hmm. Um, being a, a, a predator, you know what yeah, I mean? That's exactly. just, yep. That is just crazy. And, I, you know, we always hear about how Hollywood is, some people say it's Holly weird. But, of course, we know some of those same actions happen in, in, in regular homes as well. But anyways, but. Do. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. A lot. Yes, a lot of them. But I, I just, I, I don't know. That just really disturbed me. First of all, that it even happened and the fact that he tried to. Uh, come out as gay at the same time of trying to skirt around those allegations but mm-hmm. apparently his career might be over now because netflix has pulled the plug on um house of cars and i don't know what else is going to happen with his career but if when if you look at the names of all these people who are being accused it's a long list and as as we said earlier this has been happening so it's, it's no surprise but I guess the what is it? The roosters come home to be cooked, or what is that? <laughs> the hands have come home to roost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The chickens have come home to roost. <laughs> yes, that too. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Y'all get my point. But, um, I guess the roosters it's, it's, have come to the crazy. hen house for a game of cards. Yeah. No. But, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but that that's just crazy, and and the list goes on. The list goes on. I, I'm sure if any any of y'all do a Google search to see who has been accused recently, it is a very long list. Well, this is the thing. I I think that on the one hand, while to to me this is not new at all. It's and even oh no no, no. I dare say out of all the women in your life, you know, yeah. maybe like 25. percent I'm thinking I'm being generous because it, it might be closer to 50 or more. 25% of the women you know have probably been raped or abused or something in their lives. And they just felt like yes. this, is, this is what I get for being a woman. When I used to date girls, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think it, it, it was almost like a running joke amongst me and my brother. Not, not like a joke as in so funny, but like in the yeah. sense of like, this is getting crazy. Like, is it every woman that I know? At some point, almost every right. girl I ever dated broke down crying in my arms with her story of how she was raped or molested often by family members and yeah. family members yeah. who are still around on yeah. Thanksgiving, Christmas, etc. And so it's just kind of exactly. crazy. I was like, damn. I remember when I dated, um, I don't want to say her name, when I dated my, one of my girlfriends who, I guess you could say arguably one of the more serious ones, we used to be like, it was to the point where she was like, I was never molested. She was like, I must be ugly. I was like, I guess I was too. Because at one point, it's like everybody around us on a drunken night at 2 a.m. or when people were smoking weed or whatever, the confessions would come pouring out and people would just start, mm-hmm. start talking. And I think that it's very common. And It is. And, it, and it's, people, it's and I think, yeah. I think yeah. that what's good right, is that right, we right. seem to be evolving as a, as a society enough to where how we treat people talking about it is different. And that's good. I just hope it doesn't turn that's into true. like a witch hunt, like the crucible, like you were saying, where anybody who's right. accused is automatically guilty. Because I can see how this can start to right. become weaponized against certain right. people. Yes. You know, because at this exactly. point now, I feel like if you accuse anybody, we're kind of we're, we're kind of in a state such that we're just inclined to, okay, who, who raped you? Okay, he's guilty. And it's like, okay. Right, like, exactly. Let's not get, exactly. Let's not get too carried and away so, now. We yeah. cannot get too carried away because that can just instantly ruin someone's life and their career. You know what I mean? It's yep. it's just crazy. But I, I I totally agree with you about about how how prevalent it is. Like when the Me Too campaign, uh, well not campaign. Well, I don't know. I don't know how to frame it or how to phrase it. But when the Me well, yeah, Too yeah. posts, yeah. okay, yeah, the Me Too posts um, started happening. Um, when when women, we'll start out with women first. Women were starting to just post on their social media, Me Too to stand in solidarity to say that, um, I mean, to stand in unity to say that they've been molested. Um, then I started reading comments on those posts and story after story after story. I was just like, oh my gosh. I mean, the details that they were giving, the ages yeah, that they yeah. were, and some of these girls were so young. And yeah, Marcus, yeah. you know, you and I know of, know of one. Eric, I don't think you've met her, but um, I actually met her when I was in seminary and DeMarcus ended up meeting her later. Um, but her name is, um, and I don't mind saying her name because she, she put this publicly, but her name is Tara, Tara Wynn. Um, yeah. I think Wynn is her last name. Or Tara. And she ended up moving away. But she had a Me Too on there, and I just I had no idea. You know what I mean? And it's just it's just crazy that it just happens so often. And it's, I don't know. It's just crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I even know girls who told their parents, and or, or in some cases told their mom. Yes. And they, they were like, yes. well, you know, like... 
there's nothing we could do about it now. And, exactly. and right. Also, or like, some didn't believe them or they right. blamed them. Yep. Exactly. Well, he wouldn't that. do that. Mm -hmm. Or maybe you wanted it. Like, do you think maybe you shouldn't have been dressing like that? Do you think that could have been the problem? Mm -hmm. and, and, right. then, and then went on to live life, you know? And like, yeah. I don't want to be lonely. So like, you know, you're, mm -hmm. you're a grown woman now. Sometimes it happens. Like, you're still mm -hmm. alive. You didn't die. You're not pregnant. I, I've been astonished by some of the things I've heard um, women tell me that they've experienced. And yeah, yeah, it, yeah. I don't even think it's like crazy. that's why I said I, I don't I don't think that it happening is new. I don't even think think that victims talking about it is new. I think the only thing that's really become new is that society has hopefully evolved enough to where we treat people differently when yeah. they come out. And so we're like, right. okay, exactly. we hear you and we'll acknowledge this shit you. now. Yeah. And yeah. that and that's you know, I know I know that when you talk about when we when we talk about social media, there's so many vantage points about how great social media is versus how terrible social media is and what can happen but this is one of the things where it's it, it these stories you know there's so more there's so much more easily accessible to the masses now right you know what i mean and, right. br and bringing attention to a lot of these issues or whatever but that's yeah I, I agree i think we're at a point now where we can treat the situations different and we are evolving in that way so i'm sure that the stories and the accusations are going to continue to come in and I don't sure. know, but to those to those who are, who are listening now, um, if you're if you've experienced this or you're experiencing it now, you know I hope that you are able to, you know, speak out and and get the helping and get the 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 protection that you need because it's mm -hmm. it happens, yeah, it's happening, but yeah, so yeah, well, but yeah, that's that. That's, <laughs> that is that. Right, 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 right. But hit us back. Hit, let us know. Um, I don't know if this is. I don't. I don't know if it's appropriate to say or not. Well, we'll put it this way. If, if I don't. Oh, they're like. I feel. Like, I don't know. I feel like. You know how at, at the at the end of some commercials and stuff, like when they're talking about domestic if violence, you're someone stuff, you like know a hotline touched. number. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Right. Right. Like a hotline number. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know a number. At first, I was first gonna say, you know, you can message us, you know, and maybe we can put you in the right direction, or or if there's a number, if y'all, or if for those of you who have dealt with this and you do know of an organization or or people that someone can talk to, drop it in the comments. You know, put put yeah. solutions and stuff out there for those yeah. who need. Yeah. It. But yeah, 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 so. yeah, find, yeah, finding, sharing your stories, that's important. But I also think for people, especially some people, everybody's different in how they handle things. And I think some people, oh, I think everybody could use some help, exactly. but some, but some people definitely yeah. need more help than others. So if you know right. any mm -hmm. um, resources, then please feel yes. free to post it on, you know, wherever. Yeah. So exactly, yeah. exactly. So yeah, but all right, y'all. No. Yes, that is that for this for this week. Right. And we will yes. see y'all. Well, I'm not gonna be <laughs> yes. around for next two weeks. I'm be we have holidays and stuff. But um, oh right, we will we be back afterward, and we'll be coming. We at will. You. We will be back. Yeah. yeah, just keep following us on social media. See what we're all up to, and um, have a happy yeah, Thanksgiving and all that. <laughs> yes, enjoy yes, the happy Thanksgiving. Yes. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Right, Peace.